1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Well, happy Thanksgiving season. I'm Eric Greitens, and I'm thankful for many things, including you, our viewers who inspire me, and our team every day. We are blessed to live in a beautiful country, and I'm proud to share this uniquely American holiday with all of you. We've got so much to be grateful for. And in that spirit of gratitude, we are happy to share this special program with you where we honor our veterans. And in this special program, we are gonna be talking about not only our veterans, but also our gold star families. As many of you know, these are our families who have made the ultimate sacrifice for our country. I am honored to be on with you tonight for this special, and I'm pleased now to welcome in a good friend and an inspiring patriot, Ryan Mannion. Ryan Mannion is the founder and president of the Travis Mannion Foundation. And Ryan, if you could just start us off by telling our viewers, please, a little bit about your brother, Travis, um, his service to this country, and also his sacrifice.
2: Absolutely, thanks for having me on tonight, Eric. Uh, You know, Travis was my brother. We were 15 months apart, raised in a military family. My father is a retired Marine Corps Colonel. And um, it was never pushed on Travis, but I think we always knew that he was going to take a life of service, lead a life of service. And that's just what he did. He uh, attended the United States Naval Academy, graduated in 2004. And by 2005, he was on his first deployment to Iraq. It was on his second deployment to Iraq in uh, 2006, uh, where he was um, unfortunately killed by enemy sniper on April 29, 2007, uh, for his um, courage displayed that day. He was awarded the Silver Star. Uh, pulled every two of his teammates to safety, every uh, teammate on. Was saved that day because of his selfless action. So, to say that I'm proud of him is an understatement. Um, I don't throw the word hero around lightly, but he lived that he executed on that last day, single day of his life.
1: Well, Travis certainly was uh, a hero, and I'm happy to share with our audience that I I served with Travis in Iraq. um, And in fact, when my team was hit by a suicide truck bomb. Travis Mannion literally sprinted all the way uh, across hundreds of yards and he was the first person uh, who came to my aid and and joined me on a rooftop in Fallujah that day. Uh, Hero is certainly um, a fitting description uh, for Travis. Uh, Ryan, tell tell our viewers if you could. I mean, when people think about service, sacrifice, these, these words can be abstract. I mean, your family, it's a military family. You've lived, you know, you've grown up with a life of service. But then, uh, Travis made the ultimate sacrifice for this country. Uh, what inspired you to start the Travis Mannion Foundation?
2: Well, I think growing up in a military family, I I always understood what service meant. That was something that was part of my DNA. It was, I I watched it growing up. I watched my dad serving when he went into the reserves. I knew that every other weekend he was gonna be gone and that was just part of our life. Mm. Um, I didn't really understand what sacrifice meant though Mm. until after Travis was killed. And it was after that that I really had and gained a deeper appreciation for our men and women in uniform and for the sacrifices that their families make every day. That in turn uh, inspired my entire family to create the Travis Mannion Foundation. And and at first, you know, we really saw it as a small family-run foundation in the Philadelphia Mm -hmm. area. provide some local support to uh, veterans and families of fallen service members. But I think we came at it from such a different place with such a passion we weren't, some, we weren't a group that came with this big idea. We were just a passionate family that wanted to give back and wanted to not just honor Travis's legacy, but this generation of men and women who have stepped forward to serve.
1: Well, you've certainly done that. And I will also second uh, the vote that the Mannion family is a very passionate family, completely dedicated uh, to service. And you, you've been such tremendous examples of, of resilience uh, encourage if you could share share with our viewers um, the story behind one of the mottos of the Travis Mannion Foundation if not me then who
2: absolutely uh, those five words are the driving force behind the work that we do and really I would say why we decided to start the foundation after Travis was killed uh, my husband shared a story about uh, an Eagles game that they were at. My husband or my husband and brother were huge Philadelphia Eagles fans. And Travis came home uh, right before leaving for his second deployment to Iraq. He had a small window of time. And that was one of the things he made sure that he did was get to a Philadelphia Eagles game. And right. my husband said it was weighing very heavily on his mind the entire day that Travis mm. was going to Iraq. Mm. And after leaving the game, He said, I tried to push it out of my head, but something kind of got a hold of me and I turned to Travis as we were heading down a flight of stairs and I said, hey, Trav, why don't you let me push you down the stairs? Maybe you'll break your ankle uh, and you won't have to go back to Iraq. Mm. And he said, brother didn't say anything at first, just looked at him. And then he said, you know what, Dave, if I don't go back to Iraq, then somebody much less prepared for the job at hand is going to go in my place. If not me, then who? And we took those five words, and again realized that 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 was the first time anybody heard Travis speak them. But those were the five words he lived by each and every right. day. And we felt an obligation as a family to take those five words and to continue with that message. And I think that's why a lot of the work we do at the Travis Manning Foundation—it's we we consider it a little bit of a movement. You know, you hear those five words, and every single person right. can ask themselves. Like, yeah, if not me, then who? And, and you can apply that in so many different ways. It's simple, but it's very profound.
1: It, it is profound and it has inspired people around the country. Uh, later in the program, we're gonna be talking uh, with some Gold Star families. We're also gonna be talking uh, with some veterans, but please right now, just let our viewers uh, know, G- give us just a glimpse of the kind of work that the Travis Mannion Foundation does with Gold Star families and with veterans.
2: Well, we do pretty much everything from transition programs for uh, newly transitioning veterans all the way to uh, leadership programs where we run veterans through courses and Gold Star families through seven month programs to help develop their leadership both personally and professionally. With our Gold Star families, um, one of the biggest things that we do is we take them on service expeditions Mm. across the world. And the idea is that. In order for us to properly honor our loved ones, the best way to do that is to be in service to others in their name, their honor. Um, So we just, uh, I'm inspired by every day by the men and women that are part of this organization. We have 120,000 members across the country that are doing everything simply from again, attending a one day workshop all the way to um, working with kids in schools across the country,
1: you guys have you you have absolutely inspired a movement. Um, I know that Travis uh, would be would be incredibly proud. And you know, for our viewers who might not uh, have this as part of their their DNA, talk about why it's so important to veterans and to gold star families that you focus on continuing that mission that legacy of service by, by engaging in the communities
2: well i think it's two part number one um you look at this generation of men and women post 9 11 who have stepped up to serve mm-hmm. this is an all-volunteer and an all-volunteer force that goes into the service and feels a part of something bigger than themselves, feels that camaraderie, and feels that sense of purpose each and every day. And then you flash forward and they take that uniform off and there's an empty feeling inside. In fact, a a recent Pew study said that 55% of our transitioning veterans feel disconnected from their communities. So the Travis Manning Foundation exists to make sure that we are always offering opportunities for the men and women that serve this country to continue their service and frankly there is no better group of individuals in this country that we should turn to to learn the fundamentals of what it means to be a selfless servant what it means to live a life of character um, leadership integrity all of these things are fundamentals that are learned in the military so i i say outside of the work that we're doing for continuing opportunities for veterans to serve our civilian world can take a few steps from how our military operates as well.
1: Absolutely. And speaking of of opportunities, the Travis Mannion Foundation is a nonprofit organization. Uh, Our veterans have made tremendous sacrifices. You and your family have made the ultimate sacrifice. If our viewers want to find a way to get engaged and to become part of your mission, please tell them how they can do that.
2: Very simple. Uh, They go to travismanion.org, and there's a button right there uh, to join our mission. And you can join in many different ways. We are across the country. We have eight regions across the country. And no matter if you are a civilian, a veteran, military-connected family member, Gold Star family member, uh, we want you to be a part of the work that we're doing.
1: Yeah, it is, it is absolutely incredible work, and if you are a veteran, if you have a veteran in your family and you want to honor them, I can think of no better way than to go out to travismanion.org and join this mission, uh, become part of it. I can personally tell you that Travis Mannion was a hero. Uh, Ryan and her team run an absolutely incredible organization. And in just a minute, we're going to be talking with some of the incredible veterans who they have worked with. And we're also going to be talking with some Gold Star families you're going to leave inspired. Please stay right with us for this special on veterans and Gold Star families. We'll be back in just a minute. welcome back to actionable intelligence thank you so much for joining us for this special we are highlighting the incredible service of our veterans and also the sacrifice and continued service of our gold star family members i know that you are moved and inspired as i have been joining us now again is ryan mannion founder and president of the travis mannion foundation you know ryan one of the things that you always talk about is how important it is that we pass these values down to the next generation. Talk, if you could, just about why the Travis Mannion Foundation has such a focus on passing these values down.
2: Absolutely, well, it is one of the biggest parts of our mission, and we run a program called Character Does Matter, where we actually train veterans to deliver character education to our next generation. We have thousands of trained veterans who go out and deliver everything from uh, hour-long presentations all the way to 12-week character and leadership courses. We've worked with over half a million kids across the country. And I think, as I, I said before, there is no better way for our next generation to learn the fundamentals of what it means to live a life of character than from our men and women who serve in uniform.
1: Yeah, it, they are incredible programs, folks. And again, I encourage you to go out to travismanion.org. Check out the Travis Mannion Foundation. Read up on these Character Does Matter programs. I've seen them firsthand. Uh, they are incredible. But to give you an even better sense for what they're like, I want to bring in United States Navy veteran Akbar Arsawala. Akbar, thanks so much for joining us, man. Tell us, please, a little bit about, about your work with the Travis Mannion Foundation.
0: Sure, uh, Eric. Thank you for having me. It's a you pleasure, bet. Ryan. It's awesome to see you too. Um, so my work with the Travis Manning Foundation, I'm the Midwest Programs Coordinator. So I coordinate all of the various youth mentorship, the community service projects, and the veteran transition workshops across the region. So you know specifically, I can talk about uh, our work with youth. We actually mm. recently did a um, session with a multi faith youth group. In Michigan, and we had five veterans working with these 40 students. And man, I can only tell you how exciting it was to see kids as young as seventh graders having intelligent discussions with rising seniors about to go to college about the importance of good judgment in a leader. It was incredible to see. We had a lively debate on how to end hunger and how to end hatred. You know, these are just a few of the many intelligent discussions that honestly give me hope, you know, seeing the future, seeing the next generation of leaders. And it starts with the veteran community that puts their foot forward and says, hey, we need to do this. We need to pass on all the lessons that we've learned in in uniform and make sure that our country stays, you know, stays the best and stays, you know, ready to serve.
1: And now, now earlier, Akbar, we we talked with your fellow Navy veteran, Jimmy, about some of the work that he's doing with at-risk youth in, in Philadelphia. And he shared with us that, you know, for him, when he goes in as a veteran and he's talking with young people, that the message that he delivers has a real special resonance because they know that he's served, they know that he's taken on challenges, they know that he's had to live a life of courage and sacrifice. What do you see when you put veterans and, and young people together?
0: Absolutely. So I think the, the first thing, totally honest, is a little bit of hesitation. They're mm-hmm. like, who is this person? Um, why should I listen to them? You know, What do they have to offer me? But what the beauty of the veteran community is adaptability. They sit there, they understand, they listen to where the kids are coming from, and then they offer perspective. So that transition from hesitation to trust, respect, and then even vulnerability, you see that happen So what the veteran brings to the youth is a space, a a platform, a place to express where they are and where they wanna go.
1: And Akbar, share with our audience, if you would, one of your your favorite stories of some of of the young people who you've worked with.
0: Absolutely, so in uh, in Chicago, in response to COVID-19 and the pandemic, a lot of food pantries that serve veterans Mm -hmm. actually had to close their doors. So the veteran community rallied together and opened up a pop-up food pantry. And thus far, we've actually delivered about 80,000 pounds of food to 3,000 families in need. It's been incredible to see. Um, And so part of that, we've had some youth that have attended as volunteers. One of them, he is a 16-year-old. He started coming uh, to the first drive, and he hasn't stopped. He's come to every single one. And at first, he was quite shy. You know, he was asking questions. But uh, eventually, he, he took on a leadership role. He leads the operation on the drive-through portion. He helps pack the bags, and um, the question that he asked, which which always made me excited, was, "How does everyone work so well together?" And mm. you know, we talked about our veteran connection, our passion for service, and he's like, "How can I learn that?" I said, "Just keep coming and keep keep asking those questions." and the moment I knew that he had learned a thing or two was school started in September and he was full time, you know, in front of the computer for, for online classes. He had an hour for break for lunch. He ran over from his house to the church, volunteered for 40 minutes, ran back home to get back on his computer. So um, that for me was a prime example of, of our character development and, and how veterans are at the heart of that at the Travis Manning Foundation.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely incredible, the impact that you guys have have on young people. And it is cool for them to see the way veterans can come together. They'll get a little Army, Navy ribbing every once in a while, they'll see that. But everybody does, they come together to serve this common mission of making their communities better and you know a lot of times when people think about service they think about the difference that veterans are making in the community but Akbar you helped to run service projects for the Travis Manion Foundation all over the Midwest if you could just comment on the difference that it makes for the veterans when they are able to continue to serve in their community because of the Travis Manion Foundation
0: absolutely so an example of that is we had a, another food drive that happened in Michigan, and this was actually a local mosque that reached out to us and said, hey, we'd like to follow in the footsteps of, of what you've been doing in Chicago yeah. and do something similar. Now, veterans were the ones who volunteered to help distribute. They offered their their mosque as a venue to distribute. After talking to them after the event, I said, hey, what'd you think? what did you think? What did you think about it? Did you enjoy it? He said, man, I haven't felt that good since I had my uniform on. I oh, felt cool. like I had a mission. I, ha- I had a reason to be here. And I didn't feel lost anymore. Let me know when the next one is. And I said, hey, I can do you one better. You want to help plan the next one? He said, next question. So
1: that's awesome man and it is it is so cool to see what the travis manion foundation does throughout the country and i just want to take take this moment to personally let everybody know who's watching if you want to find a way this season to get involved and to get in there and serve to serve our community to serve our veterans to honor all of our Gold Star families, and all of our fallen service members. There is no better way than to get involved in the Travis Mannion Foundation. Go out to travismannion.org, join the mission, and I want to leave you with this incredibly powerful video. Take a look. 8 Million Stories is a, a
2: nonprofit organization that works with uh, previously incarcerated or disconnected youth between the ages of 14 to 18, um, where we provide them with second-chance opportunities through education, uh,
3: vocational training, employment um, assistance, and then also focusing on social-emotional support.
0: Our character and leadership course started in August and we're just now ending in December. Every two weeks we've been coming in with mentors and teaching the kids
3: about character. A lot of our kids
2: struggle with the character development part and decision making um, and critical thinking. And so it's been great to see them flourish and really connect with the TMF family. They problem solve with them. They're quick to share a personal conflict that they're having either inside of school or outside of school. And it's great to see them process it and have
3: like this aha moment of, of, of clarity. Towards the end of the day, once you've established that rapport, or show them, hey, I, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to BS you, or uh, I'm not here as some, you know, token gesture that we're actually real people and we actually uh, have struggled and we're here for you guys. They, they kind of, uh, the barriers let down, and as the activities breaks them down, and and you see that they start enjoying themselves and they start connecting with you. We oftentimes will have
2: conversations with our kids, and they often will reference Travis Manion and some of the things that they do in the program that has taught them and something that you know they can apply in everyday life. And So uh, it's definitely carried over into uh, our school and also their daily um,
4: experiences. I've learned a lot from them so far, being with them, just around them, just how to be better and how to have a positive attitude about things
5: taking it back home and trying to teach their families and hearing the stories about the conversations that happen, it goes beyond this space. It taught me integrity. Like, like I wanted to give up, but I kept going. And then the people that was there, they helped me keep pushing myself. So yeah, I learned integrity.
3: Doing this gives me a, a new purpose, a new defined purpose, you know, I'm still being able to serve, I'm still being able to give back to our future generation uh, and by just building them to, uh, to be positive more creative individuals or you know just being more positive and within themselves man that does something you know seeing that change has uh, 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 a huge impact on me as well
5: we're here we care about you and we want you to know and that's why we make time to be here for you
4: Be the difference,
2: uh, is what they tell us. Be different. Be the change, because once you become the change,
3: then everyone will follow. It is uh, a part of of who we are, right? If not, if not us, then who? Delve
6: into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe.
1: Welcome back to Actionable Intelligence. Thank you so much for joining us for this special show where we are highlighting the service and sacrifice of our veterans. And in this segment, we're also gonna be talking about our Gold Star families. As many of you know, our Gold Star families have in many ways made the ultimate sacrifice, having had a member of their family who gave their life in service to this country. And today we are honored to be joined by Teresa Jones and Monica Velez. Teresa and Monica, Monica, thank you so much for for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. So, Teresa, please tell us tell us about Lieutenant Commander Landon Jones and uh, his service, his sacrifice, and and the impact uh, on you and your and your children.
6: Yeah. So, uh, Landon was a 2000 grad of the United States Naval Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, he became a Pilots selected as a pilot, ended up becoming a helicopter pilot. And um, we met our senior year in college in downtown Annapolis. And so, you know, kind of went through him, through flight school and, and everything, uh, the whole pipeline with them. We got married um, at the Naval Academy, he was 23. And we uh, moved six times in 10 years, spent time in Japan and yeah, different uh, duty stations. And our final duty station uh, was here in Coronado. Uh, at the time my husband left for his final deployment, we had a five-year-old and I was pregnant with our second son. Um, and about eight and a half months into that deployment, uh, he was killed, uh, in the Red Sea in a helicopter mishap. Um, my youngest son was two months old. He never met him and our oldest was six. Uh, So now they are seven and 13 and every inch their father for sure, um, but yeah, so my husband was very well respected. You know, he, I never knew that. Um, it was only after he passed away where I received so many letters from people that he served with in contact um, about how much they really enjoyed serving with him and the impact that he made on them. So, um, oh, yeah, it, it's definitely been a
1: journey for sure. Well, Teresa, we are incredibly grateful to you and your sons and, and your family uh, for supporting Landon in, in his service. And I want to come to you in a minute and talk about. Uh, the the work that you've been a part of, but but first, uh, Monica, tell us tell us a little bit about about your brothers and their service and sacrifice for this country, please.
5: Yeah, so um, both of my brothers served. My first brother was Corporal Jose A. Velez, and then my my younger brother is Specialist Andrew Velez. And we grew up in Lubbock, Texas. Um, my brothers graduated from high school and immediately, you know, decided to join the military. And upon joining um, They got stationed, my first brother got stationed at Fort Hood, Mm -hmm. and um, while deployed, um, or while in basic training, 9-11 happened. And it changed um, what he wanted to do, his MOS, his uh, his job. He decided that he wanted to go infantry. And we were really, this was the first family members that we really had that were in the military, so we didn't know what any of that meant. Mm. And he, he wanted to go in and that was his deal. He wanted to be around shooting guns and the tanks. And he wanted to go and make sure that he was protecting our country. And um, him and my younger brother are a year apart. And my younger brother looked up to him immensely and joined in as soon as he could. And um, they both served and uh, we uh, I followed them around and you know we were a pretty close family unit. and. Um, And we found ourselves um, in Fort Hood, and uh, I uh, stayed. Um, My first brother was killed in Iraq in 2004 in Fallujah, and that would have been Corporal Jose Velez. Um, And then in 2006, my younger brother, Andrew, while deployed to Afghanistan, died by suicide.
1: Monica, it's, it's, it's a tremendous, tremendous sacrifice. And I think, um, you know, for both you and Teresa, uh, let me just say on behalf of all of our, our viewers how much we care for um, and, and support support you still and, and how much we admire uh, your family's uh, commitment to this country. And I think, you know, the words like ultimate sacrifice are easy to, to throw around, but when you really think about losing, Um, your loved ones. Uh, It just has a a tremendous, tremendous impact um, on on the entire family. I know both of you are real extraordinary examples of courage and resilience uh, as well. If you could, Teresa, talk a little bit about how the work with the Travis Mannion Foundation has helped you and your family to continue to serve and, and to become stronger.
6: Um, Getting involved with the Travis Mayan Foundation was definitely a very pivotal moment in my grief journey. Um, I think there was a lot of frustration that was there um, in Mm. in our situation and and just kind of, I guess, feeling like it was really unfair. And what do I do with this? And so Mm -hmm. being able to find an outlet for that um, was was key. But also I was able to do that alongside other survivors and veterans. Um, and that camaraderie that I had felt like I lost, um, in losing, you know, my, my spouse, um, was huge. And having these people there who knew exactly what I was going through, who I could, um, you know, discuss so much with while putting purpose to tragedy, um, was important, very important. And, um, you know, we've been able to do a lot of great projects and um, in honor of, you know, not only my husband's service, but the service of so many. And it's been, um, it's been huge. I mean, I, I am where I am today because of um, the Travis Mayan Foundation and what I've been able to do with them.
1: Beautiful. And, and Monica, what about for you? What, what's, what's your experience been?
5: Definitely, you know, I can um, resonate with what Teresa is saying. Um, it's been very much a purpose-driven um, just being able to find, you know, your place in grief and trying to make it count. We're trying to make every day count. And, you know, one of the things I'm really good at is being a sister mm. and um, being part of the Travis Manion foundation. I've got to find that place where I I just didn't, that I lost, that I thought I had lost. And even though it's not my, my brothers, my, you know, my my blood brothers or sisters, I still feel like everybody in the foundation that I come in contact with everybody. That's part of the Travis Manion foundation becomes we're, we're family, right. And we become one family. And, you know, I know that Teresa understands, you know, what Memorial day means and what veterans Mm -hmm. Day anniversaries. And I don't feel alone. And then I get to share their service and I get to share their character and who they were. And, you know, just being able to be a sister um, to somebody here in my community
1: and helping them be the leader that they need, they want to be. Beautiful and and Teresa, if you could, you touched on a little bit about how you've continued to honor uh, Landon's legacy through continued service. Share share with our viewers kind of what that is like, what what actually happens, and what it means to you and your family, please.
6: Um. You know, my husband, his deployment schedule, he was forward deployed, um, so he was gone a lot and Mm. he never once complained that was his job and, Mm. you know, he had this purpose. And so continuing that uh, for him, his service to our country and, you know, while different, um, I wanted to be able to do that. And so Mm. a lot of our projects that we do, uh, and I involve my sons as well because, uh, you know, we're still fortunate to be here on this earth, so many are not. And I want them to understand that and see that we have time to be able to give back. And so a lot of our projects also involve supporting uh, military families, um, military members. Uh, we just finished up a project um, this month that was great for some deploying service members. And um, I want them to see that you, know, you don't need to have a lot of money to give back. We feel like you're making a difference. All you just need is time and dedication. And I want them to learn that level of service um, now You know as
1: they're growing yeah we're also we're also sharing with our viewers some of the the pictures of you out there sweating uh in in honor of landon something that he obviously did a lot in the military um and and monaco talk with our viewers a, a little bit about you know, for a lot of people, when they think about such a difficult loss, they kind of have trouble imagining how they can possibly rebuild strength as a result. Talk a little bit, if you would, please, about kind of your own personal changes that you've gone through and how you've become stronger and helped to build that sense of strength and resilience uh, through working with the Travis Mannion Foundation.
5: Yeah, definitely. You know, it um, made a difference being able to help somebody else. Um, finding somebody that wanted to learn something Um, whether you know we do projects here and we you know one of them is like kayaking and so we have veterans and other families of the fallen and then we have um, some of our inspired civilians that want to learn how to get out and kayak and they want to learn how to row and being able to teach them something that i know that i could you know i would have taught my brothers um, is important and I think, um, just being able to find that strength of saying, okay, today I'm going to get up and I'm going to make today count," Um, and I, and I try to focus on how can I help, um, and not stay in how could, you know, what a catastrophe this is, what a tragedy this is. I want to make it count. I want to make sure that I'm helping, um, somebody along the way and helping them grow and again, just being that sister and taking what I what I know to do, you know what I know best, um, and just trying to help out.
1: Well, Monica, both both you and Teresa are certainly doing that. Uh, you are examples of, of courage and service for for both of us. Uh, Teresa, we only have about about 20 seconds left, but if you could please tell our viewers. You know, you guys have made such a tremendous sacrifice. Uh, we'd love to see our viewers get involved and make their own contribution to the Travis Mannion Foundation. And just twenty seconds or so, Teresa, let folks know why their support of the Travis Mannion Foundation is it would be so important to you.
6: To be able to take such a horrific thing—the um, loss of a loved one—and to be able to have this conduit to put purpose to tragedy is something that has helped me so much and if it weren't for people who support this foundation i wouldn't i don't know where i would be i don't know um you know what we would be doing and so that's why it's so important to me
1: well teresa and monica uh we admire you uh we are behind you uh we are so grateful for you setting this example and joining us and folks get out there And support the Travis Mannion Foundation and all of our Gold Star families. We'll be back in just a minute.
6: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car, you should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle, find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying
0: should be.
1: Well, welcome back to Actionable Intelligence. We are so proud to share this special with you where we highlight the work that our veterans continue to do Here at home. As you heard from Ryan Mannion, the Travis Mannion Foundation really takes a powerful approach to working with our veterans. They do not view them at all as charity cases, but recognize them for the strength and the courage that they have, and they put them to work as they come back here at home. We're now honored to be joined by Chris Story, United States Marine. What's going on, Chris? How are you, man?
4: Hey, not much, Eric. Uh, it's a pleasure. Uh, thanks for having, having
1: us on. You bet, man. Hey, Chris, please just tell our viewers briefly, uh, why did you decide to serve our country as a United States Marine? And then let them know, you just graduated from the Travis Manion Foundation's Spartan Leadership Program. What did that mean to you?
4: Yeah, so first uh, about becoming a Marine, I think, uh, you know, deciding to uh, become a Marine or to serve your country is, uh, is no small. Decision And uh, it was actually 2001. Uh, I was running a successful business. I graduated from college um, and I'd already uh, been interested in getting the Marine Corps. My dad was a Korean War veteran. Uh, and then obviously September 11th happened. Uh, I had already started my paperwork. To become a marine, uh, everything was fast forwarded, and so I ended up being one of the uh, the first uh, Marine OCS classes uh, after September 11th, 2001. So that pretty much solidified, uh, you know, serving at a time where it was our nation's Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Uh, I had made the right I had made the right decision. So uh, you know, I didn't know I'd be uh, you know serving in that capacity at, at that time, but. You know, things, I think, happened for a reason, and uh, I was fortunate to uh, be able to serve my country at that time.
1: Very cool, brother. Well, I, was, I remember I was, I was in BUDS, uh, the SpaceX SEAL team training, when, when September 11th happened. It obviously shaped, shaped everybody's world, uh, served with some incredible Marines, including including Travis Mannion. And, and Chris, you just graduated from the Travis Mannion Foundation's Spartan Leadership Program. Uh, tell our viewers a little bit about what that was and, and what it meant to you. <laughs>
4: Yeah, for me, it was a, uh, a logical progression. I had been doing some uh, volunteer work with the Travis Mannion Foundation through their Character Does Matter program, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a re- that's a really cool program where we uh, talk to youth about what it means to have character, and uh ties in with a special part of the Travis Mannion uh, Foundation's mission, and what I think is a unique part of their mission, and that's why I got involved, because you know we have a lot of problems that people complain about in the country, but... Um, you know, not a lot of people were able to, to do something about it on a large scale. So, uh, the, the TMF uh, Character Does Matter program uh, allows us uh, veterans to go out and teach the youth like what it means to have character. And we use uh, examples and stories of veterans or, you know, people from everyday walks of life that, uh, you know, live that if not meet and who mantra that Travis said before his last deployment. So, um, but anyway, the, the Spartan Leadership Program. It was a, a new program they offered, um, and it, it was really a way to get involved in a deeper way and develop myself. So in the Spartan Leadership Program, uh, about 20 of us uh, were mm-hmm. chosen. Uh, it's all veterans or Gold Star family members. Uh, They're in the oh. program. So that that was cool for us veterans to get to yeah. interact uh, d- directly with the, uh, the Gold Star families. And so the, the program allowed us to have uh, really, a couple months of self-reflection, and you know, even during the pandemic, we embraced the technology and used uh, Skype and other methods right. to uh, to connect. Uh, but but anyway, yeah. So we we uh, we learned a lot about ourselves, uh, you know, about our strengths and values and passions. And uh, it's a seven-month-long program that ends with a, a community service project. And you know, my project is uh, working with. Uh, Drug and alcohol rehabilitation programs, and using my leadership skills that uh, I developed in the Marine Corps and through the program, and my passions and values uh, to help um, you know people recovering from drug and alcohol addiction uh, be able to uh, to have, live a better life. So it's it's been a fascinating journey for me.
1: Awesome, brother. And one of the things that the the Travis Mannion Foundation does is that they they really concentrate on three things. They talk about meaning and relationships and engagement. Uh, talk with our audience briefly about like, what that is, what that formula is, and why it works so well uh, for you and, and veterans like you. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the things uh, that the foundation was able to do is uh, really find out uh, when veterans, especially uh, I'm still active duty, but mm-hmm. uh, when veteran when veterans uh, transition, it's tough, you know, because you have that built in team. And as you knew, Eric, that built in camaraderie. And so you yeah, need man. something, you, know, you need something to replace that. And so one of the ways that uh, they do that is by, you know, uh, really empowering us to use the skills and, uh, values we already have uh, to help others, and so the, the program is based on positive psychology, and really, yeah. um, it, it's a formula that works well for for anybody. Um, and it, it uh, starts out with some, you know, like I said self reflective surveys. There's various ones you can do. So once you find out what your character strengths are, um, you know, it helped us to define, okay, you know, what are what are our values and what are we passionate about, you know, awesome. in, in my case. Family. My family was touched by substance abuse like a lot of other families, so I wanted to do something I was passionate about and use my uh, skills through the, the Travis Manion Foundations Program and my military service to, to help other people. So.
1: Awesome. Well, Chris, we appreciate your continued service in the Marine Corps and your service here at home, brother. Semper Fi, thanks for, thanks for being with us. thanks. And, folks, I also now want to bring in Jimmy White, United States Navy veteran. You knew if I was going to have a Marine on this segment, I'd have to bring in an awesome Navy veteran as well. Jimmy White also continues to serve uh, his country through the Travis Mount Mannion Foundation's Character Does Matter program, working especially with at-risk youth in Philadelphia. Jimmy, the work you do is so cool. Please jump in. Tell our viewers about the work that you do with at-risk youth in Philadelphia, please.
3: Oh, definitely. Uh, Thanks so much for having us. The honest truth is that I grew up in South Philadelphia. So I grew up in one of those at-risk neighborhoods where it was tough, um, where you kind of had to struggle to get by, you know, it's, it's a deeply impoverished neighborhood. And what I do is I try to go to these communities, to these schools, to these youth organizations and give them the character and leadership lessons that I learned from my time in the military. The things that I wish I had learned when I was at a younger age. And now I'm excelling and I'm hoping that they can take those traits and those characters and they can excel as well.
1: It's so good, man. And Jimmy, I know from having worked with young people, you know, share with the viewers how it is that when you tell them that you're a United States Navy veteran, that you've served in the military, young people really connect to that and they want to hear from you. Because it's not just about the message, it's also about you as as a messenger. Talk with our viewers a little bit about how much it means to these kids to have a United States Navy veteran, military member come in and and really tell them that you love them, that you care for them and help to guide them in the right way.
3: Oh, definitely. You know, I'm a Samariner. So as a Samariner, we're a, a special breed, as you, you are, are already. You're a
1: special know. breed. You're a special <laughs> breed, yes.
3: Exactly. So I, I have many a sea stories that I can tell where I can explain that um, South Philly uh, grittiness and that uh, character that I built from my time there to then give to my country in service. But even more so, they can now relate to it. So now that they can relate to a story of me overcoming, me persevering, and then they can see that as a representation of themselves, which empowered them to begin to show character at a very young age, which I wish I did myself. I remember when I graduated from high school, you know, I really didn't have direction. I really didn't have focus. It took me a while to stumble along before I found the United States. And it really built me up to YM State. So I'm hoping they can get that character down and learn from us, learn from stories like Travis, um stories like Chris's about his service and his time, so that they can and they can achieve what they want to achieve.
1: So good. And Jimmy, there's so many neat stories from the work that you do. Please just share with our viewers a little bit about what you do each year around Thanksgiving.
3: Yes, so Thanksgiving is a special time for me. Uh, every November and every uh, spring, the Travis Manning Foundation has this amazing Operation Legacy project. And Operation Legacy is when we do a service project in a community to honor a fallen hero. Mm. Uh, this year, we're celebrating a, a Navy officer, uh, Daryl Baxter. He was a supply officer, but he was also a deacon in my church. And every single year, he helped us with this uh, Thanksgiving turkey drive. So this year, I wanted to really honor him and really make sure that it was special. So we went from doing about 100 turkeys a couple of years ago to this year, we're challenging ourselves to supply 400 turkeys to needy families during this time at risk um, with COVID. So I actually gave a presentation to Garnet Valley High School right here in Delaware County they were so empowered and so impassioned they said they wanted to do something with me to honor that legacy so they're helping us with a turkey drive drop off where we're hoping to collect over 400 turkeys and now i just got to figure out how to get them all out
1: so cool man it's so good you know there's that great line uh from pericles famous funeral oration where he says you know we remember Those who've fallen not by what's engraved into stone monuments, but by what they've woven into the lives of others. I mean, and tell our audience, like, why it's so important in your mind for people to go out and support groups like the Travis Manion Foundation that honors the legacy of fallen service members by continuing to serve in the community. We've just got about 30 seconds left, Jimmy.
3: Definitely. If they were still here, available with us today, they would be out here serving. So we have to do it in their honor. It goes back to our mantra, if not me, then who? If we're not going to step up and do it, then who's going to do it? So us veterans, us Gold Star family members, and us motivated civilians, we're the ones that have to get it done. And I still love being with the Travis May Foundation because we do it every single day. Well,
1: Jimmy, we so, so appreciate you, so appreciate your continued uh, service to the country. In 20 seconds or less, let everybody know uh, why you chose the Navy.
3: I chose the Navy. I'm actually a second generation submariner, So my father was a submariner as well. And uh, I had a choice of submarines or aircraft carriers. My dad said, you're going to be with submarines. So.
1: <laughs> Very good, man. Well, folks, I, I got to tell you, like, it is so, so cool to be with our veterans. I hope that you feel as inspired and as energized hearing from them as I do. Uh, You can get out there. You can support the Travis Mannion Foundation and support these men at TravisMannion.org. Support their continued service to the country.
5: Look around. You can find cars like these on
3: AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars.